anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good morning, and welcome to the 29th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Porter View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Yield College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Pooh Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pool Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and Delgado Baseball. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgaters Show here on Nash Icon 1061 FM at NashFM1061.com. Our tune-in app is available for you anywhere in the world to listen in via iHeart. You can also catch us via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN at home. If you can't get radio, she'll do it. You can always email us, edit WGNO.com, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. Podcast available following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on podcast to listen. Or you can call the show. We always love hearing from you. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. We'll talk about Tulane LSU games extensively. New Orleans Saints, obviously, as well, coming up. We always start with a little prep football. We'll do that now with our good and great friend Ed Daniels, sports director of WGNO, WNOL, Friday Night Football at 11. GNO at midnight, 32nd year from CrescentCitySports.com, the Clarion Herald, and from Nash Icon, 106.1 FM. Good morning, Ed. Kenneth, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. And we're going to talk to Brandon Brown off of maybe the best game of the night, a 41-40 to overtime win for East St. John over St. James. We'll also talk to Nelson Stewart off of a big win for Newman over Hanville coming up in just a bit. But, of course, you and I, busy with a lot of things. Let's, first of all, briefly, just mm-hmm. the, the downside, the bad of it. You know, one game stopped because of a brawl in the second quarter. Another game stopped because of a shooting at a game. And, mm-hmm. boy, these are, you know, we've got to 
we got to report these things when they happen. But you hate doing it. I don't want to report it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's horrible. It's just so yeah. sad to see these things transpire. Well, you know, I don't know all the circumstances of uh, what happened in Port Allen, of yeah. course, but uh, I think you got to use metal detectors at games, right? Well, I, I would imagine that's the case everywhere. I know it yeah. is here. I mean, uh, because if it happened in the concession stand, then I would assume that it was inside the stadium, right? Inside the contained area. I, I would assume. Now, I don't know that for a fact. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is a, a, a 15-year-old is dead. And we got we got tipped off to it last night. And I know the game was on uh, Cox 4 last night. But we got we got tipped off to it because one of our directors was at the game mm-hmm. working, uh, doing, doing a freelance gig. Yeah. And, and he, he called one of our guys and said, you know, I know they're saying someone is uh, two people are shot, but th- but this person's gone, and he saw it, and it's 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 well, you know, it's at least at least the aftermath, and um, man, I tell you, I I, I don't know, man, I, I you know, it just it, it just shakes you because look, it, we go to games and as high school kids and the other teams trash talking you're and you're in your face and all this other stuff but i mean it it never came down to that kind of stuff and i i, I just i i just i just it, it just it's just sad to you know to well to I, watch I mean, it listen, happen somebody lost their life at a high it's, school it's game terrible last night. look this it's crazy this happened back in the early 1980s at los memphis stadium yeah john st pierre and Again, you just wonder about the senselessness of all of this, and how do you prevent it? It's it's horrible. And then, yeah. of course, also last night, the Sicily Island Vidalia game canceled, with four seventeen left in the first half after a huge brawl, in that one. Yeah. So, you know, some sanctions are coming down there, where that's concerned. So that's the the downside of it. The other news before we get to our coaches is, of course, the unfortunate cancellation of the Zachary John Curtis game, which is coming up or was scheduled to come up this Friday night at the Shrine on Airline. But depending on which side you talk to, the game was never scheduled or it was scheduled or there was a disagreement or there was a misunderstanding or both. And let let me preface this by saying I have a really good relationship with David Brewerton. He's been a friend for many years. He's a great coach and a really good guy. And I think a, a sincere guy. And, of course, we have a great relationship with J.T. Curtis an outstanding man and and of course he works with you and everyone knows that and we talked to david brewerton you're in my conversation a short time ago and clearly uh, they had a completely different perspective on what was supposed to happen and in fact on the lhsa schedule it was a zachary home game according to coach brewerton for months not a curtis home game and and that they had never really agreed to come here mm-hmm. to new orleans even though it's metairie as i pointed out mm-hmm. that said it's unfortunate, and I'm not here to place blame either way. Mm-hmm. I don't think you are either. I just think it's an unfortunate circumstance. Mm-hmm. And Coach Brewerton was insisting on they needed to have five home games, and the agreement was to go there for two years. Coach Curtis had a different opinion about that, saying that the agreement was to come here, and they offered them the same money as, as they got a year ago and such. And obviously mm-hmm. uh, this was a, a complete and total failure in, in terms of being able to communicate what was supposed to transpire uh-huh. to have two sides disagree this much on it and i got you 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 talked to coach curtis and you're in my conversation with well coach i mean I, I just you know i just i told uh, jt last night we were 
you know, it was about 1040, 1045. And you know what the last 15 or 20 minutes like before you go on a program. Yeah, sure. And I just told uh, JT, I said, look, uh, you know, here's, um, you know, we, we need to talk about it. I'm just going to give you the floor and, and you just say what you got to say. Right. And he it's did. not your endorsement. It's no, letting it's not, him speak. Right. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say one thing. You know, one way or the other. Right. Offer an opinion or anything. I mean, he's the co-host of the show. That's right. Obviously, it's a giant game on the on the state high school schedule when those two teams play. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I said was, you know, hey, you know, give give your give your explain what's going on and and. W- you know, why this game is not happening from your perspective, and that's what he did. Well, I can't imagine that this is anything but a total misunderstanding and a total failure in communication because if you listen to both sides, they clearly have their own clearly have their own territory yeah. staked out. One was absolutely convinced yeah. that he was supposed to be at home in Zachary and that it was on the LHSA schedule that way, and the other was absolutely convinced uh-huh. that it was – a home you. game for him and a return game. So, I mean, I'm, that's that's what we're presenting because that's what we've got from both sides. Uh-huh. And I'm always going to balance things in both sides. And that's as it should be. And that's what I take away from this, and that's what we're presenting, and that's what I'm going to present at Crescent City Sports. The end result is the, the, yeah. the, the unfortunate part because you miss a great game between two terrific programs. And that's that's the unfortunate part, regardless yeah. of where it was going to be played. Yeah, I, it would have been great to see them play at the Shrine. There would have been a big crowd next week, and uh, it would have been a um, a great game to 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 attend. But we're not going to be there, and that's just the way it goes. And um, hey, we move on. Well, obviously, it's disappointing, and yeah. uh-huh. you know it's you know that's all you can do at this point, right? Yeah. I Let's mean, just look, move on. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I heard your conversation. I heard what Coach said, you know, last night. And obviously there's a, there's some wires crossed. There's a disconnect. I, yeah. I, I don't think it's dishonesty. I really don't. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, my, I at you. least listening to what Coach Curtis said and listening uh-huh. to what, what Coach Brewerton said, I, uh-huh. don't think, I don't think there's dishonesty or deceit here. Correct. I just think it's a total, total I got misunderstanding. I mean, that's uh-huh. that's what my initial conclusion would be. We don't know the truth because the truth yeah. is only known by the parties involved. Yeah, we didn't record the conversations. Who knows? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So that's where that stands. There is no game at the Shrine next week. And the record will get pushed back a week perhaps. John Curtis, JT Curtis, is now five away from tying the all-time record and six away from eclipsing the all-time record of John McKissick, the late John McKissick. So there's that. And, of course, a lot of really interesting games last night. We're expecting to talk to Brandon Brown shortly. We'll talk to Nelson Stewart coming up in just a bit. And let's do that right now, in fact, because the game of the night probably was played in Vachery, 41-40 to in overtime, East St. John beat St. James, and joining us now to talk about that is the outstanding head coach of the Wildcats of East St. John. I had to qualify that because it was a battle of Wildcats, right, as we welcome Brandon Brown to the show. Brandon, first and foremost, I guess you're I guess you recovered from it, right? That, that had to be a wild scene and a wild game last night, Coach. Absolutely. Wild scene, wild game. You know, what is typical world fairs football? You know, I tell anybody, 
you know, when you play any team up and down this river, you know, you're going to be in for a battle. And so and we knew that going into St. James, we knew that they were, you know, I mean, they're they such a great, well-coached team. Um, have some excellent athletes on that team, and so we knew we would be in for a battle. So I was just glad our kids were able to withstand the storm and be able to put it off in the end. Ben? Coach, when you play car in the preseason, that certainly gets you ready, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, we, we played a brutal uh, preseason schedule, you know, with, with Carr, and then we turn around and play Warren Eastman, who uh, you know, had a great game against Russell last night. So I think our kids were battle-tested. And so when we went down 20 to nothing in the first quarter, you know, our kids, uh, you know, kind of understood and kind of knew um, our expectations and just kind of continued to battle. You know, I told those guys early on that it would be tough. We knew that St. James was, like I said, just a well-coached team, and we knew they would be prepared. And so uh, we just had to, uh, you know, just take the blows early on and just keep fighting. Visiting with Brandon Brown of East St. John. So 20 to nothing. You stayed calm, right? I mean, you, they had to stay calm to be able to, to overcome that. We're getting reports from the game, and I'm like, wow, that's surprising. <laughs> so Absolutely. just talk about that. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we've kind of been there before. Uh, you know, uh, we've been down before. You know, I have a veteran ball club. You know, our kids are – you know, we're a junior senior team right now. And so those kids have been around before. You know, they've, they've been in situations like that. So they kind of knew how to respond this time. Um, you know, last year um, we played Destrand. We walked in. We were 8 uh, no there, 8 no, And uh, we got behind real, real early. Kind of kind of similar situation. You know, 20, 21, nothing. Um, you know, just didn't know how to respond. You know, but our guys have been there before. And, you know, you could just hear the chat on the sideline. Everybody was just kind of saying that. Guys, we've been here before. We okay. You know, just keep fighting. And so, um, you know, just a testament to our guys. You know, we have I have an excellent group of guys and an excellent coaching staff. You know, I think our coaching staff kind of kept everybody calm, went until halftime and settled them down, and you know, we were able to come back and, uh, you know, pull off a, a fantastic victory. And in the overtime period, Coach, just so that people know, it's tied 34-34 in regulation. You got the ball first, and you scored. Or was it uh, Zeno scored, was it, in overtime? Yes, sir. Our quarterback, Lorenzo Zeno, uh, like you said, we got the ball first, and so, um, you know, we went and scored. So, now we challenged our defense to get a stop, and um, you know, but we knew it was going to be tough. We knew it was going to be tough. They scored. They matched our score, but they, they decided to go for two, and, you know, our kids just, uh, you know, stepped up. We, you know, we, we talk about a four, having a 14-1 mentality, you know, that every play is 14-1. You know, I tell our guys, you know, if, if you knew the game was on the line, it was 14-1, what kind of effort would you give? And so that's kind of some of the things that we preach around our building. You know, you see that all up around our building, the 14-1 mentality. So it actually came down to that situation. It came out of that situation on that, on that two-part conversion. And so, again, um, you know, our kids have been in that situation before. And, um, again, using a death-strain game, you know, third-round of playoff, we, we were uh, on, on the other end of that two-part conversion. You know, we went for two and didn't get it. And so that's kind of, uh, again, just having a senior, junior-senior ball club, guys who've been in those situations, um, you know, they knew how to respond this time. Ben? Coach, will you continue to schedule up, um, you know, in the, in the future? Do you think uh, that, that, you know, that, that piece of the schedule in, in, in August and in early September is important to get you ready? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, just the way we schedule, um, you know, that, that's our mindset. We want to be able to schedule up, want to be able to schedule, uh, you know, tough opponents just to get us ready for that. For that November push, you know, I tell our guys, it's not about how we start in August. Um, the goal is to be undefeated in November to have a chance to play in December. And so, 
Uh, that's the purpose of, of us scheduling what we do and just trying to, um, you know, just trying to be ready for that playoff run. So, yes, sir, we, we're going to continue to uh, schedule that way. Coach, you know, you, you've been at this a long time. Um, have you changed the way you you coach? Because there's there's so much offense in the game now. Is is that is that changed the way you, you approach things? And you kind of grew up on the defensive side of the ball, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you know, um, you have to change with the times, you know. But, you know, at the end of the day, I tell our guys, defense is going to win a championship. And so, and that's kind of why I kind of keep my hands on our defense. And so, um, you know, um, it's not, not too much of changing. Just kind of making some adjustments and making sure that, that we're well prepared. Um, the game is really changing. I mean, it's those offenses. And, and you the same James, you know, they – they gave us multiple formations, you know, they formation us to death last night. So we have to make some adjustments, we have to make some corrections. And so um, it's not really changing, just, just more from a preparation standpoint. You know, you have to be prepared, but I think, um, you know, coaches in Louisiana do, do an excellent job. And so, um, um, you know, you have to really be prepared, you know, week in and week out. Visiting with Brandon Brown for a couple more minutes, and I know you're going to get me information, and Ed, too, because we always are interested in, Potential players of the week, but I know Lorenzo Zeno what threw four touchdown passes last night, among other things, right? Yeah, I think I think his numbers. Uh, I don't have all the uh, the detailed numbers, but I think he threw four, and um, I think he ran for another two. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty good. That's, that's not bad. Good body work. I think we might he might him, be a we might put coach. him in our mix. We'll see. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Yes. I'm just saying, you never know, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, please get those to us as soon as possible because obviously that's worth considering. St. James is a very good team. They're going to go far, aren't they? Yes, sir. St. James, um, they're going to go far. They're going to be a title contender. Um, you know, they like I said, they came out. Uh, the coaches were well prepared. They they get us right them out early, and uh, you know, and I kind of knew it. I knew going into the game. Um, that you know that it would be tough. You know, you know, just the challenge was just to withstand the storm. You know, that's 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 kind of without pregame speech. Guys, you got to withstand the storm, and they did. And so I was part of my guys and part of my coaching staff. And all right, coach, so you got you got Carver, then you got Landry. I, I mean, you know, I know, I know it's a long ways away, but uh, uh, how many people are already asking you about the Destrahan game in Week Nine? Oh my God! Listen, um, you know we have a little game here at our stadium today, and so um, I came to open up everything. My, my actually, my, my son, he did, he plays as well, and so I came to open up and bring him here for the game. And and that was the talk. Hey, coach, look, he got to be desperate. That was a great win last night, but he's <laughs> like, guys, it's a long way away, you know. So you know, I mean, it's a lot of excitement, you know. And again, that's that's classic River Parish football, and so um, you know, not like any other opponents, but. You know that's that's the that's the game that everyone circled on the calendar for Bears games. So uh, so everybody's waiting for that game, you know. But we have some business to take care of before we get there. So we just want to take it one week at a time and uh, just continue building our program brick by brick. And, you know, when that moment comes, I think we'll be ready. Coach, I, I I'd be remiss as we, we get set to to close here. To you got to mention the kicker because he made the extra point that. Decided the game. So, talk your kicker. Give us his name and let us know and give him credit, too. Jason Khalil. Uh, you know, it's kind of a funny story. Uh, Jason was a soccer player over at East St. John. And, um, I got him to come off of football last year. Um, I've been watching him play soccer. He's an excellent soccer player. And, you know, you know, myself being that lead director, I'm, I'm always at all the games. And so, I'm like, Jason, I really want you to come kick for me. He would always laugh. My coach, I never played football. I don't think I want to do this. And so he, he told me he was just scared to get hit. I'm like, listen, I kind of made a deal with him. He said, Coach, I really love soccer. I said, hey, 
you just come give me some kicks. Just come to practice, just kick for me, and I'll let you go to soccer practice. So that was kind of the deal we made. And, um, you know, he actually came out last year, and he's really fallen in love with him. So he's, he's a pleasant guy to have. You know, great to be in a locker room. He has a wonderful personality. And so, um, you know, he's our guy. You know, we, we love Jason. And Jason, you know, like you said, he had, he had ice in his hands last night. I mean, we knew it would be a big kick. And uh, one of my coaches actually pulled him before we went down and scored. He pulled him to the side. He said, Coach, I'm going to pull Jason so nobody gets in his head. And so that's what happened. Kind of talked to him a little bit, and he was ready and uh, made that kick for us. There you go. I knew there was a story there, and somehow soccer's always involved, Ed. Yes, sir. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's good, hey, and good for Jason. What a win for East St. John over St. James, 41-40 to in overtime in Vachery. And Brandon Brown, outstanding coach and fine person. We deeply appreciate the time. Congratulations on the win. And, of course, best of luck with Carver next week. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. You got it, Brandon right. Brown. Appreciate you. All right, a timeout here. It's 504-260-1061. Big win for Newman last night. Defeated a 5A school in Hanville at home. 41-21. We'll talk to Nelson Stewart of the Greenies when we return in just a moment as the 3 Gator show continues on Nash Icon, 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <coughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler. I'm Cookie Serratos and I'm 11 years old. She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze fruit-on-the-go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Go, Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out the best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. At Diamonds Direct, we believe luxury is an experience and not a price tag. Luxury is expert guidance. It's the selection of 10 jewelry stores under one roof. It's saving time on endless comparison shopping. And you'll only find this experience at Diamonds Direct. So don't compromise. Choose Diamonds Direct and enjoy the luxury of confidence in your fine jewelry purchase. Regardless of your budget, our expert team ensures every customer enjoys the same luxury experience rooted in selection, education, and ultimate value. Start and end your search at Diamonds Direct. Our luxury showroom has it all. Engagement rings, exquisite diamond jewelry, the most sought-after designer brands, Swiss timepieces, and colored gemstones, all backed by our lifetime warranties and our signature best price guarantee. Diamonds Direct is the perfect combination of luxury and value, so you don't ever have to compromise. Learn more at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue next to Lakeside Mall, proud partner of Tulane Athletics and proud to call the Big Easy Home. Diamonds Direct, your love, 
our passion. Labor Day is right around the corner. It's tailgating season and, of course, Labor Day cookouts. With lots more grilling left this season, the experts at Omaha Steaks help you celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during their Labor Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter Garden in the search bar to shop exclusive Labor Day packages like the Griller's Labor Day Feast, the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable, the butcher's cut filet mignons, chicken breasts, and pork chops. Plus, type Garden in the search bar for eight free mouth-watering burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with your order. But hurry, this exclusive offer expires soon. Celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks Labor Day sale. It's only at omahasteaks.com. Enter Garden in the search bar for eight Omaha Steaks burgers and eight gourmet jumbo franks free with select packages including the Griller's Labor Day Feast. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. omahasteaks.com, keyword garden in the search bar. See site for details. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? All are welcome by calling 504-260-1061 to talk all sports all the time. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Thanks to Brandon Brown of East St. John for spending time with us. We'll get into Tulane and South Alabama extensively. Ditto with LSU and Florida State and, of course, the New Orleans Saints still to come. As we wrap up our high school coverage this morning, a number of other big wins last night, not the least of which Uptown at Lupin Field took place where Newman defeated Huntville 41-21. to Joining us now is the outstanding head coach of the Newman Greenies, Coach Nelson Stewart. Nelson, always a pleasure. Congratulations on a quality win. Hello, Ken. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, our kids and staff uh, did such a good job. And, you know, when, when you're able to see a, a program, the magnitude of Hanville, you know, 5A and, you know, my goodness, over 100 kids on the roster and, you know, so many 19 assistant coaches. Daniel Cut does a great job. You know, um, it, it's, a, it's, a big, it's a big moment. It's a good start. Um, but, you know, we've we're, we got to go on the Riverside. They, you know, Coach Russell's really got them humming so far. But, um, yeah, it was, it, it was a really big win. I was really proud of our kids. Defense played very physical. Part of a control line of scrimmage. Pull away a little in the end. And um, just did a really good job in all three phases. So, it was definitely a really, really good start to our season. Ed? Coach, um, a lot of PowerPoints last night, huh? Yeah, no, I, you know, we've talked many times about it. You know, you got to play people. I think that, um, you know, when you're able to, you know, get a River Parish 5 8 team like that that's going to get wins, I mean, that's, look, that's the, the name of the game. And, my, you know, who knows nowadays in our division what the playoffs look like, how, who's going to be where. And uh, if anything, it's, it's even more important. So, no, it is. And, you know, we don't always, you know, schedule for points. I think the biggest thing is we want to, you know, test ourselves and, you know, play a tough schedule. So, you know, you get in there in those moments and, and hopefully you're hardened and a little bit battle-tested. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it certainly doesn't hurt. Uh, I'll say that. Nelson Stewart with us from Newman School. And, obviously, you start over a quarterback with a junior and Eli friend. And, and so far, he's been a good friend to you. He's he's played very well. He did a good job in scrimmage, jamboree, and that carried over last night. Just talk about the way he played and the way he's performed for you. Yeah, he really, he really, really 
has played well. I think he's got, you know, great command of the offense. Um, you know, he was able to, you know, adjust some protections. You know, he's got his checks down. You know, we're able to pick up the tempo a little bit. His processing speed's good, and he's tough. You know, I think that, you know, we did our film review this morning. I think that I love, you know, his ability to improvise, and also he wasn't greedy. If You know, again, you play Hanville, they're really good in their coverages. Some three safety looks. He, he was able to tuck the ball and run and not force into windows. And, um, you know, he, he's, I think, 9 to 14, 195 yards, and, you know, three touchdowns, and he threw a pick, but that wasn't a, it's always a bad thing. He learned from it. He kept his head. I think that, um, you know, he's only going to get better, um, and, and it helps certainly as, as big and fast and, you know, strong as he is, uh, certainly, you know, makes him a really well rounded quarterback. And, um, you know, I, I think you got to be able to run too at that position. So, yeah, I've been very, very, very happy with it. Um, but I'm not overly surprised. We, we, we felt like he's going to be special for some time. And he was just fortunate that, you know, he's come all the way through pre K and, you know, ran our offense in middle school. And, um, he, he's just done a great job for us. Coach, when 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 you look at him, I, I I know you thought he would play very well, but do you think there's a there's a chance? You know, he's he's got some, he's a nice size and physical. Can he be a, a a good enough thrower to play on the college level, Coach? Oh yeah, I, I definitely think so. And you know, he's he's super smart. He's um, you know he's got a I think a, a four three or four four. He's um, you know, he takes all honors and APs. I think he's got a chance to be an Ivy League quarterback. You know, um, he's being recruited by Harvard and Dartmouth. Um, and I think he can play there. I mean, he's about six one. Um, he's got a good, smooth delivery. He throws the deep, intermediate ball well. So, no, I, I definitely think so. And I know his uh, his ambition is to do that. And um, you know, I think he, he's he's willing to you know go wherever he needs to to get that opportunity. So, no, I, I think he'll have that chance. And um, and then you add in his work ethic and he so hard in the weight room um and, and he's so talented and um no i think i i'd love to see him play in the ivy league i think that'd be a great spot for him his mom coached you up at all coach she's been good i think you know when he ducks his head <laughs> I, I he doesn't slide a lot but uh she's been all right they uh uh, you know, the family's been he, super supportive, but uh, no, he's not I, a slider I, though, is he, Coach? Coach, he doesn't. He 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 puts his head down, right? He does, and you know that's a that's a thing where you know he finishes runs. He doesn't run timidly, and um, you know, again, he he's, he 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 runs almost like a Tebow. I hate to use that analogy, but that's kind of how he is. He. You know, he's a 550-pound deadlifter, and we take a lot of pride in our strength training. And, um, you know, he's just in that mold. So, you know, he's uh, he finishes his runs. He played running back last year. So, uh, no, she's, she's been good. I, I just think he is just super, super tough. And, um, you know, we're just, again, I, I sing his praises for a reason. But, man, he is he, he's a special quarterback, and he's, he's just a great leader. Uh, I, I, go ahead, Ed. Yeah, I just – there's a, there's, you know, we're always at your games, and I know Kenny's uh, uh, gang is always at your games. But there's a lot less media. Do you think uh, you you fly under radar a little bit because uh, there's there's a lot less fanfare now that Arch has moved on? Yeah, I think that could be true. I think that you know, it, 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 there's a fire in you when you see it. Where look, we're a program that 
you know, has a lot of tradition. We've had a lot of great players, and this is the this is the program Tony Reginelli built. Uh, you know, we're, we're continuing on. I think that, you know, with all the wonderful players we've been through, we, we certainly don't think one will ever define us. And, um, yeah, I, I felt like last night there was a little shock uh, when we beat Hanville, and that, you know, almost that, you know, when you lose some great players, that, you know, people assume that there's going to be the inevitable dip. And while, you know, certainly uh, we had, you know, two great players, Will Randall and Arts, that left us, we've got a great foundation. And, you know, we're still going to build, you know, everything around all three stages, special teams, obviously playing great team defense, and the ability to stay balanced, you know, run and pass. So, um, you know, we're just fine with that. I think that I love talking to you guys. We don't need a million cameras. We don't need to get, you know, caught up in, you know, the lights and all those things. I mean, you know, our our, our goal is still the same to, you know, kind of been where we've never gotten before. And uh, certainly we're going to, we're going to keep working there. So, um, you know, I, 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 while that stuff was great for the school and the institution, I certainly don't think, you know, we seek that out and, you know, we're, we're just looking to prove ourselves each week. Cause I, I would say a fair amount of people probably don't give us a, a huge chance in this thing, but that's the beauty of high school football. So we're going to see what we can do. Well, this isn't, self-grandiose by any stretch of the imagination but Ed and I love doing this for over four decades because we we love the relationships and the schools and the recruiting part's great and we report those things and you know Renee Nato does a great job for us with that but we're there to cover the schools and the games and tell the stories of the teams and not just to chase individual players and great players and because that's what frankly a lot of people do and that's why the, the bright light won't be there so much this year but I get the feeling that by season's end, this might even be a better team than you had last year. Well, I think we have a chance to. You know, I told my good buddy um, Ox that the other day from uh, East Jefferson. I said, you know, we we, we might be. I think that, um, you know, our defense certainly, I think, looks, you know, a little improved. Uh, You know, Jake Randall is such a good running back. We've got a big tight end in Willersell, and uh, we've got a big offensive line, and um, we, we, we just want to be a great team. We focus on it. Um, you know, we have a unique practice schedule, and some of our guys go both ways. And um, we don't focus on stats and the, the glitz and the light. It's just a collaborative effort. And I think that's the key. You know, I, I've been so fortunate to, you know, call a few games with Ken and the state championship. And, you know, I've never seen a team get there that, you know, couldn't run the ball, couldn't play great defense, and uh, didn't take pride in their special teams. So um, that's kind of the blueprint we're going to continue to follow. And, um, no, I think we'll definitely uh, have an opportunity, hopefully, uh, especially with the schedule we play, to, when we get in the playoffs, you know, know that we're battle-tested and, you know, uh, see what we can do. So, you know, hopefully so. We, you know, been to semis. I was really disappointed in the loss in the quarterfinals to, to U-High. I thought we were a better team than that, uh, you know. But, again, you learn from it, you move forward. And, um, no, we're definitely very, very motivated, and I think we should have that opportunity. Coach, you know, I, I know you talk to all the, uh, a lot of other coaches uh, all the time, you know, consistently throughout the year. But no one knows. I, I think we have an idea probably what the playoffs are going to be like, like it was before. But no one really knows. Does that kind of – you know, here we are again. We, we faced that situation last year, and here we are again. I mean, it's, it's September. We're getting ready to go to week two, and you have really, you know, no concrete answer there. Does that kind of – uh, bother you a little bit or is it just you know it is it, what it, it is it, it, and i think it is what it is you know i i wish that you know hey i wish we could all be together uh and and, and i know we'll keep saying it i wish we could all be together and you know public and private and you know travel all over the state to all the 
you know, great schools you never get to see. But, you know, you just got to adapt. I think that, you know, if you if you say, oh, it's going to be this way, you know, uh, it can swerve in a second. So, you know, whoever's in our division, um, you got to be prepared for anything. I think that, you know, obviously, uh, right. the, you know, you just you just can't. It's, whether it's, a, you know, Parkview's fantastic, you know, and you have the U-Highs. If they're there, you got to play them. If not... You know, you can. I've had it before where you you open in the quarterfinals against a really good school. So I just think that you know it is what it is. You know, whatever it is, we just got to make sure that we're battle tested, so that if we open against a you know really strong opponent, that you're ready to go because there's there's no warm ups. That's the thing with the smaller bracket. You know, you get a buy and it's crazy. There you are, but you know, hey, it's whatever's in front of us and. You know, it's my job to get us prepared. So, you know, humbly, I, I think we've been able to, to build a schedule to at least know where we stand. So, uh, yeah, I just think it is what it is. We just can't get caught up in it. All right. So, uh, before we let you get away, look, next uh, Friday night, we'll be there live, Crescent City Sports, doing the big game between Newman and Riverside Academy. Lee Roussel's done a really good job in getting that program back to prominence very quickly. They're very good. I mean, that is a good Riverside team that can really run the football. There's a great emphasis on doing that. And they have good players and very well coached. That's going to be quite a test for you. No, it is. I think that, um, you know, Lee's a fantastic coach. Obviously, you know, college background, you know, he's an offensive line coach. They were, I thought they did a great job last year, especially in the run game. Uh, my good friend, you know, Chris Lashney has a tremendous defensive coordinator. If he's listening, I'm hoping he, he can accept the huddle film exchange so we can get to work. He's trying to give me a hard time on that one. But uh, <laughs> I think they're really good. Um, as you said, they got to – you know, a bunch of running backs. They, I know they think they're really good up front. Um, very well coached, very disciplined. Um, they've won, you know, pretty emphatically, you know, and, you know, and obviously this week and in the Jamboree. So, um, I think they're going to be one of the favorites in Division Four. It's been a while since you've gone to reserve. I know that's a, that's a great environment. And, uh, you know, we're going to play really well. So, but that's the thing. You, you beat somebody like Hanville, as we told our kids, we said, hey, you know, you finish the film and it's over because, you know, we know Riverside's going to be a huge test for us, a great environment. I know they'll be excited. We call it the original rivalry. I think if I talk to, you know, Coach Induso would know. Um, I think going back to 89 or 90, we played them every single year. So mm-hmm. it's gone back and forth. I think it's a great environment. That's nothing but uh, respect for Riverside. And, you know, we're definitely going to have to play our best to get a win next Friday. Coach, they're going to be waiting in the weeds for you uh, in the sugarcane fields on Friday night, Coach. No, I think, yeah, I think so. The, the, the Hemel brothers and all those guys are really fired up. My, bu- my uh, friends. You know all about it, man. Oh, boy. They're, they're, they're coach, they are, coach, they're all jacked up waiting for you. Yeah, you, know, know. you know all about I know. it. I, 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 just, I, just spoke, I just spoke there this past Wednesday night, Nelson, okay? Oh. You know, their quarterback club, they had over 100 people there. And uh, they're – yeah, they're ready for Newman. Let's just say that. Let's put it that way. So Chris, Chris was there. Mickey was there. Lee was there. You know, and I'm sitting among coaching royalty in the front Look, there. That, and is, I said, that is the only quarterback club I've ever been asked to go speak at as an opposing coach. Bill Stubbs had me do it one year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, it was fun. We, uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a great environment. I know they're, they're awful excited and. I expect the uh, text will start very, very soon as we get closer. <laughs> but you, so, but uh, you know what, Coach? <laughs> they'll be they'll be ready in reserve. There's no question. Co- Coach, these are these are these are the games that that people enjoy. Okay, and you know what? It's 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 great when both teams are really good. Okay, 
And I'll, I'll give you an example of a rivalry that I miss a lot as far as the quality of the play. Every, the, every year there's certain games that are destination games on your schedule from my perspective of what we're doing. Okay? That's why we were at the Bugaloosa Franklinton game last night because yeah. it's Bugaloosa Franklinton. Okay? Yeah. But my, my point is is that I loved West St. John and Riverside all yeah. those years. That was an incredible game. Talked and, about that the other and, night when in I was in the, in the 90s, that was as good as it gets. Laurie DuPont and, and Mickey Russo. And, and high DuPont, school football. Absolutely. It was incredible, okay? Those games were unbelievable, back and forth between those two teams. And I'll tell you what, the schools made a lot of money, too. They did. No, they did. And, and you know, they're, they're, and you guys know there's nothing better than high school football before – we all split up and all those things. And that was, you know, back when, you know, we had Eli Manning at quarterback and, you know, whatnot. And, you know, even when Peyton was Riverside, but, you know, West St. John, you know, back in the day, my goodness, it was, uh, there really wasn't anything like it. I remember watching them play in the playoffs and the whole field was surrounded and, you know, the, the atmosphere and the energy. I mean, that's River Parish football. When you get into it and, you know, you watch it, there certainly is nothing better. And, um, you know, we have to preserve those rivalries. That's something, you know, every time I Friday Night Football, you do such a good job of it. It's just, it's the magic of those moments. And that's what these kids remember. And you got to live for it. You got to embrace it. You can't run from it. And, you know, I'm so, you know, we're so happy that, you know, Coach Roussel uh, wanted to keep playing and keep rolling. And, you know, he has flipped it really quickly, uh, doing it the right way, coaching. So, uh, no, it's going to be great. And this is why we do what we do. Uh, you know, you got to live for it and, uh, you know, do your best and, you know, work your tail off and, you know, and, and, and see how things play out. But, no, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, that, that's high school football. And I know a lot of people love college and pro, but when you get in Louisiana on those nights and, you know, you get in the fall, I don't think there's anything better. I, I could not agree more. Well, he's Nelson Stewart. It's Newman School, and the Grannies are 1-0 after beating Hunville and go to Riverside Friday night. We'll have that for you live on CrescentCitySports.com. Look forward to it. Nelson, thank you. Appreciate the time. Keep up the great word, and, you know, keep that quarterback close and make sure he's still your friend, man. <laughs> yes, sir, we'll do it. Thank you all so much. You all the best. I appreciate it. Okay, right, Coach. Thank you, Nelson. Thank all right, we'll back. take a brief time out. It's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. Still to come, we'll talk about the Saints extensively, LSU extensively, but when we return in just a moment, we'll start the conversation on Tulane, South Alabama. Glad you're with us on this Saturday morning. Ken and Ed, Three Tailgaters Show, continues in a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studios, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Call 444-4444. We know life can hit us with the unexpected when losing a loved one. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. You're never alone. Simple direct cremation for only $1,195. That's right, only $1,195 with no hidden charges or fees. Please give us a call at 504-218-5554 or visit our website at NewOrleansCremationService.com. Great service with an exceptional price guarantee. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, celebrating life. To some, this might sound like a typical family dog. But at Dog Chow, we know that for a veteran suffering from PTSD, this could be the sound of life-saving therapy. Thanks, Betty. That's why we've made it our mission to connect every military hero in need with a canine hero of their own. 
To learn about the simple ways you can help Dog Chow in our mission, visit dogchow.com slash veterans. Sponsored by Purina. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <coughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler. I'm Cookie Serratos and I'm 11 years old. She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze fruit-on-the-go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Go, Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out the best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. With Ken and Ed, give us a call at 504-260-1061. Of course, college football is underway in a big way, and of course it gets underway in a big way where Locals are concerned Nichols a loser to Sacramento. The other night, Sacramento State, a really good team. Nichols played admirably in that game. Southeastern, very tough test having to play at Mississippi State. Southern is at Alabama State. And, of course, Tulane opens tonight at home at Yulman Stadium against South Alabama. We saw South Alabama in the Arno Carey's New Orleans Bowl a year ago. This is no slouch. This is a good team. This is a good program. This is a team that will be geared for Tulane. But, Ed, you get the sense that Tulane can handle the expectations. You get the sense that Tulane can handle success. You get the sense that Tulane can handle the approach that they've taken of 1-0, and which means each and every week. Do you get that feeling as well? Yeah. You know, one of, the, one of the things that amazes me, I don't know if it amazes me, but I find it interesting. Let's put it that way.
All right, we apologize for the snafu there, but back at you. There's some technical issues with our delivery system, but we'll see if we can get that straightened out. I can't tell you what it is because I don't know, but that should be fixed shortly, and I apologize for that. So we march on. Just talking about Tulane, reiterating the thoughts again. South Alabama tonight, we apologize to those that may have missed a comment or two. But, look, this is, again, Ed was just talking about the fact that this is a very tough game for Tulane. I mean, South Alabama's a good football team. The betting line has gone down. They were in the Arnold Carrier's New Orleans Bowl last year. They've got good players back. They're going to have people travel here. But Tulane, I think, is equipped to handle this based upon its talent level, based upon its ability to play the game and the players returning and the approach that this team has taken. I think uh, they're now the hunted, as has been spoken of, as compared to being a hunter. And it's going to be interesting to see how they handle this. But ultimately, I do think Tulane is equipped to do this. Uh, Ed, if you're with us, I think this is going to be a very competitive game. And I like to. Uh, so and that's my take on this game. I, I just think it's, it's one of those games that, you know, if Tulane plays the way it's capable, then I think Tulane will take care of business. But if they don't play well, they can lose this game. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So that's kind of what I see right now. And I suspect that this is going to be a tough game for Tulane. All right. I think we're back now. Correct, Rudy? Okay, sorry. We apologize again. We, what happened there, let me just clarify this. Internet went down in the studio. So we apologize for that, but the Internet's back up. Nothing we could do about that. So let me try again to reiterate, Ed. Tough game, good opponent. Mm-hmm. Returning players for South Alabama, geared up. They're going to bring people, but at the same time, I think Tulane is, is mature enough to handle this. I think their approach is right. I think their players are good. I think their coaching staff solid, and I think they're equipped to handle this. And if both teams play well, I think Tulane wins. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, you just got to, you got to take care of the football. But, you know, look, you're, you're home. Uh, you're, you're favored by a touchdown. Um I, I think the one thing you got to do is in this game, you just got to take care of the ball and play solidly. And if you do that, you should win. All right. Can Tulane run the ball well enough to be able to well, I mean, that's the, have the balance they, they need? Well, you know, here's, here's the one thing I'll say about, about that. I think they have a good offensive line. And um, we're going to find out because, you know, over the, over the last half of last year, Kenny, from, you know, late October till the end of the season, Tajay Spears was as good as any player in America. If you look at the numbers that he put up, Tajay Spears and Michael Pratt. And, you know, they, they made a ton of big plays, both running and passing. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to find out a lot about their backs. And, you know, I just think at some point, I may be wrong, okay? I just think at some point, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if Arnold Barnes doesn't force his way in, into that rotation. And I think all of those guys are going to get a chance. You know, it's, I think it's difficult for a true freshman. But, um, you know, Shoddy Clayton Johnson obviously thinks he's a guy who can be a home run hitter. And, you know, we know what Iverson Celestine can do. He's a very good running back, very talented young man, uh, very solid, can do a lot of good things. Um, you know, I think one of the wild cards in this thing is he's such a little guy. Man, when you watch him practice, he gets he, – he, he gets hidden behind the offensive line is Shedro Lewis, who's the transfer from Liberty, who's a, who's a nice-looking player too. So, you know, all of those guys have, have certainly had their moments in fall practice. But you know what? I think 
you know, over the over the the course of a few weeks here, all of that kind of kind of sorts itself out. So again, if you're looking at this two-lane team, the pluses are obvious: the quarterback position, the offensive line, and the defensive lines. And mm-hmm. Willie Fritz said at the quarterback club this week, they. He can rotate nine guys on the defensive line. That's pretty impressive. And I think they, you need that they're, early they're in good. the season. And their offensive line yeah. may be the best. Well, not maybe. I think it is the best he's had. Yeah. It's one of the best two lanes had in years, I think. Yeah, they're they're good, Kenny. They they have a uh, they have a good offensive line, they have a mm-hmm. good defensive line. Um and the one thing I will say about, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about the linebackers. And I get that. You know, Dorian Williams was a was a very good player, and so was Nick Anderson, both outstanding. And really good players in that league, you know, runners sideline to sideline who made a lot of tackles. I like Machado and I like Corey Platt. I think both of those guys are good players. So I don't know how much of a drop down they're going to take. And I like them at corner. The one area that I would say that 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 I don't know a lot about these guys, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. is safety. I think that's an area where, you know, I think those guys are going to get tested. Tulane had some very solid players back there last year. Macon Clark was a really good player. You know, uh, Lummy Young was a good player. They, they had some good players back there, and those guys, the, the new safeties are definitely going to get tested. So I believe that this is a game that will come down to time of possession. Turnovers obviously are key, but because of the conditions early in the season, mm-hmm. if you control the football, you're going to win the game. You can wear a defense down. Right. And you know what? The one thing that a lot of people don't really account for is this. I think their kicking game is a lot better. You know, Valentino Ambrosio is is not a guy who has a, a, a tremendous amount of distance. He can get it from, from 50 if he, if he has to. I don't, you know, he's a, he, he is not a guy that is going to be known for his distance. But the one thing I'll say about Ambrosio is, is that um, he is a guy that um, – is, is very accurate and very confident and very experienced. And, and, again, I go back to that Cincinnati game last year, okay? I go back to that Cincinnati game last year, and um, they won by three. He made a 47-yarder. And, and those are the kind of kicks that you need from a veteran, experienced player at some point during the season. And I, I think that the, the one thing that Ambrosio is going to give them – is they'll be extremely solid there. They punt the ball well, and I think they've got good returners. You know, Jaquan Jackson is a very good punt returner, and Lawrence Keyes and Lewis are going to return kicks, and I think those those guys are nice-looking players. No doubt. Look, it's going to be, I think, a very good season for Tulane. How good really does depend, as I've said, week to week on what transpires in these first three weeks. Yeah. Because these are all winnable games. And they're all games that they could lose. I mean, I'm I'm saying that knowing that they're favored by a touchdown tonight, though the line's gone down against South Alabama. Correct. Ole Miss is coming here. I'm looking at that as maybe a a toss-up game. Maybe Ole Miss is a slight favorite. We'll see how that it is when the odds makers get on it next week, right after this one. Southern Miss, I think Tulane will be a slight favorite, but it's a road game against a team that beat Tulane last year. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I've said it over and over again. If Tulane wins two out of those three games, they're a 10-win team or more. If they win all three, look out. It could be an incredibly special season. If they mm-hmm. win less than three, then mm-hmm. 
it, it's probably, or less than two, I should say, it's probably not the season that they anticipated or hoped for. So I think, mm-hmm. again, these first three games, I've said that for months, and I still believe that's true, will be the greatest test and indication of what is to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, um, that's that's the one one thing about September is you start getting a whole bunch of answers. And to me, that's 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 really cool. Same thing in the NFL season. Everybody's great right now. Well, you know, we'll find out about all of that. <laughs> well, we'll I mean, talk about the Saints in the NFL coming up in just a bit. It's 504-260-1061. LSU and Florida State will get into that next as we proceed, as we begin with our second hour of the 3 Tailgater Show. We'll get to your calls next. 504-260-1061 is the number to call as we march on with the 3 Tailgater Show. Ken and Ed, Rudy Dixon, our producer, and we're back in just a moment here on Nash Icon, 1061 FM, and we're on the web at nashfm1061.com. There are three things I look forward to on Labor Day weekend. A really cold drink, a really good book, and really good deals. That's why I'm glad I went to Kohl's. I saved an extra $10 off when I spent $25 or more and got 50% off outdoor furniture and rugs, tees for under $10, and denim for under $35, plus iron Kohl's cash. The moral of the story? Get everything you need to relax for a really low price at Kohl's. Select styles, $10 off 25 offer in September 4th. Some exclusions apply. See storecoals.com for details. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. Here's something you won't hear from any other jeweler. Right now, when you buy a diamond at Diamonds Direct, we'll give you a free gold setting for it. Yes, a 14-karat classic solitaire setting in white gold or yellow gold at no charge with any natural diamond purchase. So all your money can go toward a bigger diamond while you still get the classic look she wants in that engagement ring. Another example of Diamonds Direct's extraordinary value. Or if you want to take it up to the next level, Diamonds Direct also has a fantastic selection of Halo, Pave, Vintage, Three Stone, and other popular mountings. Or maybe she wants a designer ring, like the one she's seen on social media. Well, Diamonds Direct has those too. In fact, we are an authorized retailer for all the top designers from New York and California. Whichever setting you choose, you'll also be able to choose your finance plan. Diamonds Direct now has a wide range of finance options with attractive rates and terms up to 60 months so you can get the ideal setting to fit your style with the ideal payment to fit your budget. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Store hours, directions and more at DiamondsDirect.com You're listening to the Cumulus Fishing Game Report with Captain C.T. Williams. Fishing is fun, but safety is foremost. I'm Captain C.T. Williams with this week's Big Fish Report. Now, I spend a lot of time finding great spots where you can catch fish, but you need to be able to get there and get home safely while being courteous to others. Louisiana has a lot of fishable water, so there are a lot of boats, and, well, nationally, a, a higher percentage of boating accidents. So be safe and prepared on the water, have fun responsibly, and join me, Captain C.T., for the Big Fish, our TV show with hotspots, tackle tips, how-to recipes, and even safe practices while fishing. Every Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. on WVUE Fox 8 in New Orleans. Have a great weekend. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. 
Daiquiri Run on 61. Incredible daiquiris and delicious food for lunch and dinner. All the daiquiris, cocktails, and beer, plus all the burgers, wings, wraps, po'boys, and apps you can imagine. Over 61 different types of daiquiris, all on airline, just off Clearview Parkway in Metairie. The food is amazing, the drinks are incredible, and the fun is even better. It's all happening at the Daiquiri Run on 61. Airline Highway just off Clearview in Metairie. The fun never stops at the Daiquiri Run. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgater Show on 106.1 Nash Icon. NashFM1061.com and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show now. Call 504-260-1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. As we begin with our second hour, so glad you've joined us here this morning. And again, it's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. And the LSU Tigers, of course, Florida State tomorrow night, WGNO 630 in Orlando. Last time I checked, I think it's down to two points. Has there been some little movement there on little Florida movement, State yeah, in this little, particular game? Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah, a little, little movement there. Yeah. I, 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 I still like LSU in the game. Um, but, I mean, look, there's two really good quarterbacks on the on the field. And I think JT brought up a good point last night. Whatever quarterback takes care of the ball and does a better job, they're going to probably win that game. But if you ask me who has a better team around them, I think LSU does. Although, the one thing I would say about LSU, I think, is, is the big question mark is, you know, their situation at corner. Because they're really in a start-over situation there. Well, I mean, look, you tell me. It's all transfers, right? I mean, basically. Well, not right? only that, but, but look, and, and, you know, you and I both saw Ashton Stamps play a lot in high school. And he's a really nice-looking player. But he is a true freshman. He hasn't played a game in college football. So, I mean, I got to think there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, and you're going to be up against a quarterback who's really good, you know, and you're going to have to get some pressure. But I just think it boils down to this. I think LSU has a chance to be really, really, really good on offense. And I don't know how many people can really stop them because I think their offensive line is quite good, two really good tackles, and at the skill positions, they're loaded up. They got a bunch of running backs. Their quarterback is is number two on the Heisman list right now for whatever that's worth on September second. And their tight end is an elite player at his position. I would I would say, I, I think he's got a chance to be special. And they got a bunch of really good receivers. I mean, Malik Neighbors, uh, Thomas, Lacey. When you, when you have three guys like that on your team, those guys are really, really good. And one of those guys is going to jump off this year and have a, have a, a giant season. So, um, you know, I just think, I, I think offensively, and here's the thing, even if, if, and we certainly hope this doesn't happen, but even if Jaden Daniels got hurt, I mean, they could go to Nussmeyer and not miss a beat. They'd, they'd be a little bit different offensively because they wouldn't be running the ball as much. But Nussmeyer, uh, you know, he's got an NFL arm. He's an NFL quarterback. He's an NFL quarterback on the bench in the SEC but because he wants to stay at LSU. And, of course, he wants to be the guy next year. But it's like, holy smoke. I mean, they, they, they re- if, they didn't, if they had Makai Garner and, and Jarek Bernard Converse back for another year, 
boy, I would feel I, I would feel unbelievable about this team. But you know that that is a question mark, and it is going it is going to get tested. Five zero four two six zero one zero six one to join us. Terry is in Slidell. Terry, thanks for your patience, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, Ed, Kenny. I, that's going to be a great game tomorrow night, but the only problem is uh, I can't watch it. No, I knew you were going to call and say that, Terry. Yeah. Well, here's, I mean, here's, what the deal, here's what the deal is, okay? There's 156 stations that are owned by our company throughout the country. And every one of them is in a, a – the entire company is in a dispute with Direct TV, Direct TV and AT&T about, 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 the, the, uh, about compensation. And I, I, I kept hearing in August that it was going to get done. Uh, there, if you go on our station website, you can call and complain uh, to, to DirecTV and AT&T, but that's not in all likelihood going to fix this issue before tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I'm just messing with you on that. I got slain, Yeah. So no, I no. I, you know, you know got, Terry, I, look. Terry, look. I've, I've, I've already asked the news desk, okay? I'm going to give you a little inside baseball. I've already asked the news desk tonight. Guys, when people call and complain during the game, please don't send them back to us in sports because we're very busy and there's not a whole lot we can do about it at that, at that point. Right. But I understand people's frustrations. Well, I, I, was, just, I, I was just messing with you, Dad, because, I mean, I got yeah. – I got. You did a good job of messing with him, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yep, you I, did I'm a good not job. messing with a lot of people because I had people being humble watch the game, man. I'm, I'm, I, I can't answer that question. But well, you can go, to, you can go, to, you go to a friend's house. You can go to a friend's no, 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 house. No, no. You can go to a sports bar. There's all kinds of things you can do. Yeah, I, I don't go to anybody. I don't go to bars. I don't go to a friend's house to watch an LSU game. I'm in my garage. I don't want nobody mm-hmm. around me. Nobody's allowed in. <laughs> Shut the door. That's just the way it is. But anyway, no, I don't blame you. By the way, by the way, next Saturday, mm-hmm. I want sweet tickets at a Yeoman Stadium. Next Saturday, you Next want Saturday. you want three tickets at Yulman no, Stadium. No, sweet tickets. Sweet tickets. You want free tickets. And I'll wear a Tulane shirt and a Tulane hat, and I'll pull for Tulane against Ole Miss. Awesome. You, you, there you go. Terry, Terry, you, you hate Ole Miss Go that Green much? Wave, man. Oh, I hate – oh, man, look, I, we don't play Tulane no more, so I really don't. I mean, they, you know, I don't, right. I, got, I don't care about – I mean, Tulane had a great year yeah. last year. They got a great quarterback. He should be talked about in the Heisman. I mean, you know, you ever thought that LSU Terry would be saying that? But no, they got a great. But I hate Ole Miss. I mean, I despise Ole Miss, and the popcorn man himself, I can't stand. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I go to the game with. I got a, my wife works at Tulane. I get me a Tulane shirt. I get a uh-huh. get me a Tulane hat and get me in the suite, and I'll be happy mm-hmm. to go to the Tulane pull for Tulane because LSU is playing Grambling next week anyway. So it don't you know. But getting right. to the LSU Florida State game, yep. it's going to be real interesting. You know, I mean, you got two good football teams, and what I love about it is that you have two real football teams playing against each other in the opening game of the season. You know, not playing East Tennessee State, Middle Tennessee State. I, I'm not. I'm not just talking about you know teams, but there's certain teams that you know they play garbage the first week. I mean, LSU yeah. does play this. Thing, but at least LSU does open up the season against a real football team. And it's real key. If they win this football game, you know, they could go really deep into the season being undefeated because mm-hmm. they did have some great games. But, you know, teams that got to play, you know, Mississippi State, they always play LSU tough. Florida, Kentucky, uh, you know. Uh, 
What, let me let me ask you this, Terry. What did, what did you think after the Tennessee game last year? Oh God, oh my! I mean, Ed, I, I you know I told you before the season started, I bet LSU uh-huh. to win seven games. You know, after the Florida State game, I said, Oh Lord, I don't look. I'm gonna get my money. Right. Then right. after the Tennessee game, and then when they went down to Florida and beat right. Florida and turned the whole it, season around. Turned the whole season around. You know, they looked right, and then. The Alabama game, and they beat Ole Miss, and they they won all the you know, and then the A and M game was just a, a disaster. And you know, going into the Georgia you know, the, game, I, I, the bottom line, the bottom line is Terry. I mean, it's really it's really hard to it's really hard to predict this stuff. I mean, oh, it is. I mean, after after the Tennessee game, I walked out of there that day, and I was like, okay, this is a six win team. All right, it's not a very good team. And the quarterback, you know, but all of a sudden he just started chunking it. Let it, you know, was was uh, started playing at a very very high level, and it was they were they. I think they were a different team after the first quarter at Florida. Speaking of, they didn't look very good against Utah. They were oh, never no, really no, no. in that game. Uh, Did you, you watch know, that I'm game Thursday say, night? Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say something. I know I'm gonna might have said a lot of. Uh, USL fans, you know, University of uh, Southwestern. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I think Richard McCollum over there, uh, I'm having a senior moment here. Uh, the coach of Florida, uh, come on. I'm having a senior moment. Billy Napier. Billy Napier. Napier. Billy Napier. He Billy Napier. Over, yep. uh-huh. He is just like Curly Holman was at LSU. He's over his head. Curling came from Southern Miss. Great, uh-huh. you know, small school. But playing uh-huh. in the SEC and playing at Florida and playing at USL is two different football teams, two different worlds. And I think he's over his head. I mean, Curly was over his head at LSU. He proved it. But um, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, playing USM, USL, uh-huh. a great football team, but they're not on the same level as teams in the Southeastern uh-huh. Conference. Well, I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that um, uh, I don't think that um, he had he inherited a very good. Situation. Well, that's what I was going to say. With all in, in defense of him, he did in, not in walk into to a good and, situation. And at I all. know their recruiting class for next year is very really very, good, and very very highly regarded. So extremely good. Yes. I hope they give the man time because I think he's, I think he's a really good football coach. As do I. And, and you know, from all accounts, thing, guys, he's a great. He's great. Very organized and a great person. Yep. And uh, but he just I don't think he inherited a very good situation. Plus last year. You know, whatever games they won, you got to think they won some of them because of Anthony Richardson. No doubt. And when you lose a first-round pick in the NFL draft at quarterback, I think the next year can sometimes be difficult. But you know what? Here's the deal with those Florida people, okay? They'll, they're, they're already going nuts over it, all right? And the guys coached, what, 13 games at Florida? I, you know, but, uh, I mean, there's door number two is always the better answer. You know how that goes, Terry. Yeah, I do. But I tell you, see, I'm, you know, people say, I listen to you, Terry, on the show and everything, and all you talk is LSU football. So, well, I just wanted to prove something today that the people that listen to your show and listen, hear me, that I know more than that, more than just LSU football. I mean, I, you know, but I've been, but like I said, Ed, got my sweet tickets. I get me a Tulane shirt, Tulane hat. You get me in the suite next week. I'll be happy to go there and post Tulane. <laughs> Terry, you're not, great, you're not man. a big fan of the really University good. of Mississippi then, right? Oh, God. Johnny, man. 
Oh, no. You mean hottie-totty, gosh, Hotty Let me tell you, Terry, there's one person. First down. There's one person I know for Ole sure. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. There's one person for sure I know who hates Ole Miss more than you do. Who's that? Okay. Uh, Aaron Daniels. Okay. Aaron. She hates she, – uh, Louisiana State University, twice a graduate. Okay. Oh, that's and your she wife? Is, uh, no, that's my daughter. And oh, she – Okay, and you know she's she's uh, two degrees from LSU, and she's not she's not real she's not real keen on the University of Mississippi. Neither am I. I have been keen on the University of Mississippi since November of 1969. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that day, right? You know what they. Did? Oh yeah! Right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You know, anyway, I, I keep telling uh, I keep telling know. those LSU people they talk about sixty one seventeen. I keep telling them, you know what? Oh, Archie yeah, was two. Yeah, but Archie Archie was two. My our friend Archie Manning was two and one against LSU. Just to be, I know. Just Wait, for the I record, got, I got a trivia question from that game. Okay. LSU gave up one rushing touchdown the entire season. Who scored it? Oh boy, you're talking about sixty nine. No, no, the nineteen seven, the team in seventy that LSU beat sixty one to seventeen. Oh yeah, LSU. okay, yeah. The, you know it was the broken arm. Yeah, yeah. Ole Miss quarterback Chuck Jordan. There you go. There you go. Now that that's a trivia question there. There you go, baby. Anyway, that's a good one. That's hey, a good I'm one. Yeah. Let me know what you got. My number. Let me know what my tickets are going to be, and I'll, I'll be happy to come to the game. Roll, roll wave. Roll wave. That's it. That's great. It's awesome, man. I can't believe an LSU guy. Fantastic, I can't believe man. a guy who has one purple eyeball and one gold is saying roll wave. It's cool, man. I mean, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm, hey, man, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Hey, we all can change, right? We all You know, you know what? <laughs> there you that's go. Kinda, that's kind of like North Korea pulling for the Russians or whatever. Uh, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Hey, guys, y'all have a great weekend. Hey, Ed, you got All right, buddy. The tickets, I'll be happy to go. I'll put a two-lane shirt on for you. All right, brother. That's a winner. Terry, thank you. Appreciate you, man. All right, it's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. Look, I mean, this game, again, we've talked about this. Florida State, Ed, is probably better than it was last year. Mm -hmm. Is LSU better than it was last year? I would say yes because they've had a year with this coach and in this system. And remember, when LSU played that game last year, they it was a new system. It's a new quarterback, new everything, and they look like it. And mm-hmm. they, they were really sh- shaky right? offensively for the better part of that game for two and a half, three quarters. Finally got some things done. And as, as shaky as they were offensively, they're an extra point from, you know, f- from playing this team to a standstill and, right. and playing in overtime. Now, uh, I think Florida State's better. And I think mm-hmm. Mike Norvell's done a really good job. But that's another mm-hmm. example of – that's why I defended Napier as you did, because Mike Norvell came from you – know, he'd been in Memphis previously. So I guess he's done made that step pretty well into a bigger program. Right, and, and the, so, one thing, the one thing he inherited, he, he maybe didn't inherit a great situation. If you look at them from 2017 to 2021, mm-hmm. they were 26 and 33. Right. So obviously there, there, was, there was some things that needed to be fixed there for whatever reason, okay? Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with Florida. I just don't think they they have that good a team. I mean, it's it's um, you know, uh, but like I said, their recruiting class for next year is highly regarded, and um, you know, we both know Scott Strickland very well, who's the athletic athletic director at Florida. He's a good guy, and um, but you know, this is the SEC, and it is it is a is a it is a league of some rational people 
but it also is a league of some lunatics as well. And, you know, you got to hope door number one can, can hold off the other ones. We'll talk about the whole conference realignment stuff again later in the show, but in terms of this game, look, it's all for LSU. I think LSU's offense will have success. They've got too many good players. It's all about containment of Jordan Travis. You've got to be able mm-hmm. to contain him. If he stands in the pocket and beats you throwing the ball, then so be so it. So be it, right. But you can't allow him, much like Florida State cannot allow Jaden Daniels to do the same, to escape the pocket, to get the edge, and start running around and making plays because both can do the same things in that regard. We're stepping up and making plays in that regard. So I think offensive lines are big. Defensive lines are important. LSU doesn't have Mason Smith for this one game. They think they can mitigate that. We'll see if that is, in fact, the case. But, again, these are very similar football teams. We saw that last year, and we see it again this year. So I'm just very, very intrigued to see the growth process from comparing the LSU team we saw last year mm-hmm. in Caesar Superdome to the LSU team mm-hmm. starting this season in Camping World Stadium. How much different is it? How much better? How much sharper is this team? Look, the last time we saw LSU was against Purdue. You can't make any rational judgment no. on that no, game no, 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 whatsoever. And no, in the no, SEC no. championship game, they were overmatched, and Garrett Nussmeyer actually played most of the way because of Daniels being – you know, shaken up, and Nussmeyer did a good job. But, mm-hmm. again, did they have momentum toward the end? They did, but let's not forget they, they lost to A&M near the end. They lost to Georgia near the end. And so it's not like they were playing great at the end, and they struggled with Arkansas. So their best stint of football was really before that. Well, let's see where they are now. Like you, I like their, I like their players. I think they're better at running back. I think they're every bit as good at receiver, if not better. I think they're better on their offensive line. The quarterback position is at least as good, probably better, because they're a year older. Tight end's a year older. I think he's he's all that. Defensive line, even without Smith, I think is pretty good. Linebackers are very athletic, and Perkins is elite. Mm-hmm. Safeties are solid. It becomes a matter of the cornerbacks. I agree with you. And how much better is LSU's kick game? Because it was mm-hmm. special teams, period, were lousy a year ago. And if LSU can be better in that regard and get a draw, not give up block kicks or you know, have a bad return game or anything else, we've got to see that. And that's something that we didn't see last year. So I think all those things factor in. This is such an intriguing game. And realistically, I see all the prognostications, and I see people going both ways on this, and that's understandable. I fully understand that, and I expect that it could be that type of game. I certainly think it's going to be within single digits. I don't think it's a double-digit win for either team. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, you pressed me or pinched me to make a pick, I think I'd, I'd pick LSU by like four in this game. I, I think it's mm-hmm. a really close game. I just think that a year down the road with a year in the system with a lot of the same players that you're going to see a different team than you saw open yeah. the season a year ago. But I will say this. Let's Both teams so. got better as the season progressed last year. They yeah. both did. Let's hope so. Yeah, I agree. Ooh. Final final thought about that before we move on, take a break, and talk about the Saints. Do you think the loser of this game is eliminated from the playoff? No. Okay, I don't either. I think you're, no, gonna, but I mean, you're it probably going to have to win out. Yeah, you got to win out at that point. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't think so. But, um, you know, here's, here's the one thing. If this was next – 
this is next year and you had a 12-team playoff, you know, you could say you still got a, still got a shot, a good shot. But, I mean, well, you, you might want to rethink your scheduling when it gets to 12-team playoffs because if you're in the SEC, you don't need to schedule these kind of games outside of conference to make a 12-team playoff. Right. You know, I, that's It'll my understanding about that, too. But you know what? There, there's such – there's as, as, uh, as Les Miles would say, there's a, there's a financial piece to the puzzle, and there's, they're being paid a lot of money to play this game. I think last year the payout was over $5 million for each club. That's pretty. That's pretty good change. Might be more than that, six or seven. Do you, uh, do you prefer Bermuda or Saint Augustine grass? Which one do you prefer? I don't know, man. It I was, tastes better. Man. You know, it was it was so funny. I don't know why things things pop up in your head. I'm driving driving down the interstate the other day, thinking about um, all the years I've been watching this stuff, and I was like. My goodness, Les Miles, man. His press conferences were just, they were always uh, so interesting, you know. And I, I'll, I'll never forget the end of the 2015 season when everyone thought he was getting fired. And he got a huge ovation at Tiger Stadium when they were playing Texas A&M. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was like people were giving him a send-off. And then uh, we go in the locker room and, of course, um, He's not terminated. Joe Oliva and um, who was it? King Alexander is the you know chancellor or whatever. I don't know president, chancellor, whatever, whatever it is. And and I asked him the question. I said, Coach, are you going to change your offense? And he says, What do you mean? I'm not going to give it to my 240 pound tailback. And I was like, There's your answer. And of course, the next year they came out against Wisconsin. And, you know, I, we're doing a pregame and a postgame show tomorrow night. And that postgame show, I guess, against Wisconsin when, I, Wisconsin, when I gave out my email address, we had more emails and the vitriol. People were so frustrated by what, what they saw that day because the offense didn't change. So I don't know why it just – Les Miles just popped into my head this week. And, um, you know – we wish him well. <laughs> Les Miles. Sometimes but, you just listen to him and you scratch your head. Yeah. Say, what but, is he but, talking but, about? But, but, Kenny, you know, but, Kenny, look, from 2005, from 2005 to 2016, we lived that. All right? It was, it was, it was, it was 11 seasons and, what, three games? Mm -hmm. And I remember being in Auburn um, when they, they had the clock snafu. They had one second left, and they didn't snap the ball immediately. And threw a touchdown pass that didn't count. That would have won the game. Right. I think it was Etling to Danny uh, to DJ Chark. I think it was DJ Chark. But anyhow, um, you know, I remember after the game, and if you if you go to Auburn in the visiting locker room, it's and it's in the visiting media a uh, little area where they do the press conference. It's very small, very quaint, I would say. And I remember going there, and he was in such a good mood. And I was like, this man knows that something's up. He knows that he's gone. And he looks like all the pressure in the world is off of him. And sure enough, um, the next day, uh, he, was, he, was, he was gone. And, you know, it was, just, it was just a very, very, very interesting time. It was, it was just it – was, it was crazy. And, man, when I look at some of the games that they had over the years where – I mean, their 2010 team was close. 
I mean, they, they, 2012, I mean, for a stretch there from 10, 11, 12, yeah. they had such a great team, but they didn't have, they weren't really good at quarterback. And that's, that's what held them back. But if you look at all the games they won in 11, they were unbelievably good. And they played a monster schedule. That might have been one of the greatest regular seasons I've ever seen in college football. It was incredible. But, you know, of course, we know what happened at the end. All right, 504-260-1061 to join us. We'll turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints when the conversation continues in just a moment. We're glad you're with us. It's Kenneth Ed. Rudy's our producer. This is the Three Tailgaters Show, and we are back following this brief time out here on Nash Icon 1061 FM, and we're on the web at nashfm1061.com. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? (laughs) Okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Texting enrolls you in recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. <sighs> Leaving for the gym so early? I'm ready to go. Since you started taking Nugenics Total Tea, you've been acting like when we met in our 20s. I feel like myself again. Lower testosterone after turning 40 slowed me down. Nugenics Total Tea has been a game changer for me. What is it about Nugenics Total Tea that's different? Well, it's a patented key ingredient called Testofin. It boosts free and total testosterone to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. It's backed by five clinical studies. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. I'm so glad I sent them a text for my complimentary bottle. Text STREAK to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone-boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now, and we'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat burner ever. Absolutely free. Text STREAK to 42424. That's STREAK to 42424. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. Our pets are our loved ones and also our best friends. When they pass away, New Orleans Pet Cremation Service will handle everything for you. We offer 24-hour home removal as well as free pickup from your local veterinary hospital. Pet cremation starting as low as $199. Simply give us a call at 504-218-5554 or go to NewOrleansPetCremation.com. That's NewOrleansPetCremation.com. Celebrating life. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. 
This is your weekly forum for genuine substantive talk with a focus on fairness and facts. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgaters Show here on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call 504-260-1061. The New Orleans Saints enjoying this weekend off. The regular season begins a week from tomorrow at home against the Tennessee Titans at Caesar Superdome at noon. And at this point, the focus becomes getting guys healthy enough and ready to play because there have been a lot of guys that have missed a lot of time during the course of the preseason. Taysom Hill back at practice. That's good news. Rashid Shaheed back at practice. That's good news. A few other guys banged up, but we're not going to get the full picture from the Saints and Dennis Allen until this coming week regarding injuries, but that's Wednesday, understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So we won't know specifically. We do know that Traquan Smith, is heard right now. We know that Kendry Miller has a, a hamstring, right? So there are those elements to ponder. And as I mentioned, the others back at practice, you would think that they shall be ready to go. Smith had surgery for a groin injury. Now keep in mind, the Saints did keep Shaq Davis. They got him on their practice squad and by the way, let's start there real quickly. I do like the Saints practice squad. I think they they were able to, to get guys through that they didn't want to lose, and they pretty much got them all through. So I think they, they constituted their practice squad pretty well uh-huh. with the guys they have there. You agreed? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, I think they got some solid guys on there. Yeah. You surprised that they kept Jimmy Graham over Lucas Kroll, for instance? Uh, no, not really. Me either. Not really. Uh, you know, in that last preseason game, it's, it's, it's such a lie. You know, people say, well, how can you cut a guy who had over 100 yards in receptions? Mm-hmm. Well, because they had their mind made up before the game even started. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're telling you. Yeah. I, mean, I keep hearing about how significant the last preseason game is. Yeah. And uh, I guess, I, I, you know, I, I guess it's significant, but based on what happened in the last preseason game, if it, it was significant – why did, why did Jimmy Graham make the team and that guy not make the team? And Jimmy Graham did a great job in the last preseason game. But they already had, they already had that decided. I mean, you know, I didn't think they were going to cut Jimmy Graham, and they, they didn't. No, they did not. And, I, look, he's, a, he's a, probably a one-year deal. Would we agree on that? Yeah. I mean, you know, who, who knows if he can stay healthy through the entire season? At his age, I think it's in – it's a fair question. Who knows? I don't know. You know who, I'm, I'm looking at the Saints depth chart right now. Who knows if Michael Thomas is going to be able to play yeah. a whole bunch of games? Yep, of course. You know, and one thing you pointed out to me, Lattimore played 10 games last year. Well, he played seven. He missed 10 Seven. Games. He missed 10 yeah. games. Yeah. Missed 10 games. Right. Not. So, um, you know, look, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of unknowns. And we'll 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 start to we'll start to get the answers there pretty soon. Lucas Kroll with Sean Payton. Gee, what a surprise. Yeah. I mean again, you expect these kind of things. You can't keep everybody. And I know people some people would say, Well, a year from now Jimmy Graham's gone and you let this big prospect get away and look, you can't keep everybody. It's that simple. Saints kind of flipped the script though. They signed Tony Jones who the Broncos had and released 
So they brought back a familiar face there, and you can see why, considering right now Kamara being out and Miller now. Yeah, Tony Jones hamster. knows the offense. He knows the offense, so he can step in if you need him sure. to activate him to play. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But that puts a, a, a heavy burden on Jamal Williams. No a big burden on him. No doubt. No doubt. And, you know, the one thing I would say about, about, about Miller is, is that I, I – I think it's I think it's a red flag when a running back has all of these issues. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot Early in one in, year's time, man. Right, and you know, um, I mean, I just think that it's a it's a huge red flag. I'm not saying the guy's not going to be a good player, but it does. You know, as as Mr. Payton always said, the best availability the best availability is dependability. And uh, if you can't depend on him, and I'm not saying you can't, but I'm just saying there's a lot of there's a lot of red flags here early as far as his health. 504-260-1061. Kurt's in New Orleans. Good morning, Kurt. How are you? Hey, guys. Happy rainy Saturday. How y'all doing? All good. (laughs) Good good for some rain. I hope it stops at some point, but, you know. Yeah. We down. Yeah, we down about 20-something inches, I know. We we definitely need it. Not all at one time, though. Real quick, Uh, a couple comments before my question. Jimmy Graham, man, I really feel like when Shockey used to make the big plays, I mean, we'd be standing up in regular season games with Shockey's, you know, enthusiasm. And when I seen, you know, Dennis Allen give him the body bump <laughs> after, you know, his touchdown, I believe it was, you could see he gives an emotional charge. And, of course, he's got to make the plays. But it looks like he still can. And I think, I just think of Shockey, man. Just really brings the team together. Um, Traquan Smith, somebody texted me, what does he have on the team? What does he have on his team to still be on his team? <laughs> you know, I think the well, only well, here's here's the thing about Traquan Smith. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing about yeah. uh, Traquan Smith, uh, Kurt, is that uh, they they like him they like him as a blocker in the run game. Yeah, uh, I think he's a good option, maybe a fourth option for you, and yeah. he's got a he's yeah. got a favorable contract. Yeah, that that's the sense? biggest thing. Probably the biggest. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's yeah. he's he's yeah. going into his. It's hard to believe he's going into his sixth season. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, six yeah. seasons with the Saints, and from a receiving perspective, he's never caught more than thirty-four passes in Sounds a season, good. and he only yeah. caught nineteen last year. And well, he, I mean, mm-hmm. he's he does have eighteen touchdowns. There is that. Yeah. He only had one last year, yeah. but he's yeah. a he's a bigger receiver. They like bigger receivers, so. Yeah. In the red zone is a is a weapon. He is a very good blocker. There is that, uh, for yeah. sure. And there's yeah. a confidence level and a comfort level that exists there. So look, yeah, he's now going into year six here. So clearly, clearly yeah. they believe in him and they're enamored of him, regardless of what the public sees or what we see at times, or right. or don't see would be more, I think, befitting of what we're talking about here because yeah. we haven't seen all that, you know, by and large. But I think that's that's kind of where you're at. Look, you can certainly turn it around and talk about Keith Kirkwood if you want to. Oh yeah. I mean, Keith oh, Kirkwood, yeah. a similar dynamic oh, yeah. in terms of time in the league. He's oh, yeah. going into his sixth season in the league and his fourth with the Saints. And what has Keith Kirkwood done in the NFL? In five hmm. years, he's caught 19 yeah. passes. Yeah. For 257 yards and two touchdowns, and yet we were virtually assured weeks ago that he was a lock to be on this roster. So obviously they like something about him quite a bit that belies the numbers that we've seen. 
So mm-hmm. another, by the way, big receiver, 6'3". So they like big receivers, not named Olave or Shaheed, right? But having said mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. if you're looking at productivity, Traquan Smith's mm-hmm. got a lot more than Keith Kirkwood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, just looking at the I numbers. I remember that. I remember that touchdown down the sidelines when uh, he broke the, the you know he broke the uh, record with Breeze that one play when he that long run after the catch yeah. you know it just right, really there was a, there, there was yes. yeah, yeah there was there was a lot of people who broke a lot of records with Drew Breeze yes yeah. Drew Devery, Brees, Henderson, Devery Henderson had a record yeah. setter Drew Breeze yeah. Drew Breeze made a lot of people around him very wealthy including Sean yeah. Payton he made a yeah. lot of people around him very 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 wealthy you know. Ken, Kendra Miller did bounce back from this supposed knee issue that sounded more serious. Hopefully, he can. Uh-huh. Hopefully, this is not as serious. Yeah, but he bounced to him. You know. Hmm? Yeah, but they. they and, and, and it might be. It might turn out to be true. But I think Ed's point is 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 valid in that we've been around oh, this. Yeah. We've watched this for a long time. And anytime you see more than one injury issue popping up right away, early in a career, uh-huh. I wouldn't call it a red flag, but I'd say a yellow light. I, I think you know, that would be fair. My question, my question's on May. You know, we were already worried a little bit about the safety position in general. Is he is he facing early possible suspension? What are y'all hearing on that? Because nothing's nothing's being said like coming out, but it's obvious he's got to speak to somebody and face something possibly at a tough in a tough position there. Well, it's a week before the season, and nothing's right. been handed nothing, down. So that nothing's been said. That that to me is a pe- bit of a if, if something's going to happen it's peculiar that the league would wait this long to yeah. do anything and hold a team hostage now the other part of that is the saints may know already and, yeah. and just may not have put it out there we don't know that uh, at this mm-hmm. point in time the assumption was all along that there would be some sort of discipline handed down after no contest mm-hmm. play or whatever the case may be in this particular circumstance but we have not seen anything I do not have any knowledge of what's going to transpire. I don't believe Ed does either. And mm-hmm. we just wait to find out because it is important. Because if he doesn't play, I've said all along that if, if you're looking at this team and you're looking at concern areas, I would point mm-hmm. to the safety spot, certainly, because they have two guys that can start in this league, but then what? Mm-hmm. Then what? You got JT mm-hmm. Gray as a special teams guy. You tell hey, me. Let- I mean, I. <laughs> yeah. Last question, Ed. You, any Saints on your on your fantasy team from last year? I took Alave in the third round last week. I got the best Saint. I got the I got the surest Saint. I feel on mine. Any Saints on your uh, fantasy team from last week? You know, you know, it was really. Uh, I you know, Kurt. I'm I'm having a uh, a brain fade about it. I I don't remember anybody. But you know, what's mm-hmm. really weird is this, Kurt. In in our league, and we have like it's our WGNO league, and we have uh-huh. a bunch of people in it. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. amazing? What's amazing is is that Derek Carr was not drafted. Yeah, neither, neither, Nobody, neither is Purdy. Neither is Purdy in any of the leagues. Uh, as, as, as much as an Arsenal Purdy has, he's still sitting there like Mister Relevant. Yeah, I know. But know. Derek Derek Carr has a Derek Carr has a uh, has a long um, healthy track long track record, record in the yeah, yeah in the NFL. Now, the one thing I'll say about Derek Carr is, and this may change. Like I said, he's on he's on another team now. The one mm. thing I'll say about Derek Carr is mm. he's only thrown 30 touchdown passes in a season once. A lot of people don't once realize Once in his whole that. career. Mm. Yeah, once in his whole career. So yeah. what I'm saying is, is that, you know, mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the Saints are getting there. 
Like I said, if they get the 2020 version, it's going to be really good. <laughs> if yeah. they get last year, it's not going to be good because if you look at last year's solely on the numbers last year, Andy Dalton had a better year. And everybody would say, wow. well, how can that be yeah. possible? Well, if you yeah. look at the numbers, yards yeah. per attempt, completion percentage, yeah. Yeah. touchdown to oh, interception yeah. ratio, all yeah. of those things, Andy mm. Dalton had a better year. Now, I'm, I'm not saying Andy Dalton is better than Derek Carr. Mm. I'm no, just trouble saying scoring. that last year. Trouble, yeah, I'm just saying that last league. year, yeah, last yeah. year statistically, yeah. Andy Dalton was better. Mm. Crazy. Guys, have a great day. Thank you for the, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. All right, everybody. Our pleasure. Thank you. Again, where the Saints are concerned, what's most interesting, I think, of anything regarding where they're at right now, I just saw a story two days ago where now their schedule is ranked as the easiest schedule in the NFL. Yeah. And as I said from day one, this is not a great team. This is not even a good team yet. I think it can be good. Mm-hmm. I yes. think right now I'd say this team is probably pretty good, slightly above average on paper. Correct. They've got to go play. What makes it probably elevates it would be the right word is the division they play in and the overall schedule. And this continues to be the theme that I'm, I'm kind of sticking to with regard to why I think they're going to win the division and, and win 10 games is because of the schedule and because of the division and because on paper their personnel is there. But look, injuries could derail this in a heartbeat. And again, they're going into game one with Jamal Williams. I mean, what else do they have at running back? And then, of course, you look at what's going to happen with the other injuries they're dealing with. We don't know yet, as we said earlier, until we see what happens. We don't know about Marcus May. We'll find out, I'm sure. And then we're about to find out and start finding out about Derek Carr. And I've measured my comments and kept my thoughts rational from the beginning in that, first and foremost, he's an upgrade. You can compare stats all you want to Andy Dalton, but anybody in their right mind knows that Derek Carr is a better NFL quarterback than Andy Dalton. And he's a better NFL quarterback than Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater or keep naming them, right? He's an upgrade. He's better than what they had. The question is how much better and how much can he elevate the players around him? Because as Ed mentioned, Drew Brees elevated the play of everyone around him. And we're not at all suggesting this guy can be Drew Brees or that he needs to be. He doesn't need to be that. But he needs to be good. He needs to be solid. Yeah. If he's pretty good, the Saints are going to win 10 games. If he's good, they could win 11 games. If he's not good, they could be back in that 8-9 range again. So that's kind of where it's at. The questions are still the questions that have ex- existed from day one. Is Trevor Penning a legitimate NFL left starting tackle, a very important position? We're going to find out. Is Peyton Turner going to stay healthy and be on the field and, and recognize the ability that they believe he has? We're going to find out. Is Brian Brzee all that that they think he is? Look, he's big and he's freakish athletic watching him. But he, can he be that kind of player in this league? We're going to find out. The health issues, you know, is, can father time hold up on Cam Jordan and Demario Davis? And for that matter, Michael Thomas? We're going to find out. So every team has these questions. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the Saints have too many questions to be a good team. I think, as I said, they're going to be a winning team. But I do believe uh, that this is a team that has questions to be answered in. Yep. I think there's uh, 
There's enough of them, but you know what? So does everybody else. And the one thing we really don't know, okay, the one thing we really don't know mm -hmm. is how good are Carolina and Atlanta? Have they improved tremendously or not? Look, I think Carolina's pretty good on defense, mm -hmm. and I think they improved offensively a lot. Yep. Because, you know, Bryce Young, maybe not tomorrow, but is going to be a really good quarterback. And if you look around and, and look at some of the guys they have around him now, DJ Chark is a good NFL player. I like Adam Thielen a lot. Miles Sanders is a very good NFL running back that they added in free agency. So the one thing about them is you don't know about their offensive line. But I, I, think, I think they have a chance to threaten the Saints. And I think Atlanta does too. You know, the, the whole Atlanta thing is, is Desmond Ritter the quarterback that they want? And if he struggles, look, they can always go to Heineke, who, in my opinion, is a very good backup. He's capable of playing in the league, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the one thing we really don't know, and a lot of people don't talk about but I, it. But I would take Jameis Winston over him. I wouldn't. Okay, I would. But go I, ahead. I wouldn't. Yes. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I wouldn't. But in the, but in the meantime, um, I just think that, you know, when you, when you look at the division, and I keep hearing how weak it is, the one thing we really don't know is, you know, what Carolina looks like and what um, what Atlanta really, what, what they really are. We don't know. But I'll tell you one thing, Atlanta's got some really good young skill players. When you talk about Drake London and Kyle Pitts, who didn't have a very good year last year, I think he only had two touchdown catches. He, didn't, he wasn't. Yeah. And B. John Robinson. And, and B. John Robinson, I mean – you know, if they if they ever get a quarterback together with that group, and they find the right signal caller, of course you could say that for eighteen teams Not in the that NFL. Right. I mean, you know, they could they could they could be pretty nasty. Five zero four two six zero one zero six one. Back in a moment, we'll touch on conference realignment, the latest craziness there, as we march on here on the Three Tailgaters Show on Nash Icon one zero six one FM and at NashFM one zero six one dot com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. There are three things I look forward to on Labor Day weekend. A really cold drink, a really good book, and really good deals. That's why I'm glad I went to Kohl's. I saved an extra $10 off when I spent $25 or more and got 50% off outdoor furniture and rugs, tees for under $10, and denim for under $35. Plus, I earned Kohl's cash. The moral of the story? Get everything you need to relax for a really low price at Kohl's. Select styles. $10 off $25 offer in September 4th. Some exclusions apply. See storeokohls.com for details. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the endless summer sale, September 1st through the 11th, and get 30% off paints and stains with prices starting at $31.14. That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. 
Football is back with NFL Kickoff, presented by YouTube TV. Watch live Thursday, September 7th on NBC as the Lions take on the Chiefs in the first game of the season. Then get ready for a weekend full of unbelievable moments. You can't make this stuff up. NFL Kickoff, presented by YouTube TV, the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. The story begins September 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Go to NFL.com slash kickoff for more. Pepsi Zero Sugar, the official zero of the NFL. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. For 17 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. The Prep Player of the Year will be presented at the Ronald D. Gardner Award on the field of the Caesar Superdome during the 2023 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl on Saturday, December 16th. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <coughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler. I'm Cookie Serratos and I'm 11 years old. She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with GoGo Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a GoGo Squeeze. GoGo Squeeze fruit on the go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Call Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out the best with GoGo Squeeze. Not a low calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <laughs> Knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler. I'm Cookie Serratos and I'm 11 years old. She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with GoGo Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a GoGo Squeeze. GoGo Squeeze fruit on the go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Call Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out the best with GoGo Squeeze. Not a low calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. 
Don't be shy. Join in the conversation with Ken and Ed on the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now, 504-260-1061. Well, it happened. The three West Coast teams going to the ACC. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hesitate and let you take it because it's like I, I don't know, man. It just it doesn't make, it doesn't make much sense to me. I understand why they're doing it. Maybe it's the best option and the only real option they have. Right. How much sense does it really make? And by the way, how much does it really enhance the ACC? I'm asking. Not really. What What do those schools yeah, do I, for your? Well, here's, here's I'm asking. What, Here's what's interesting. You're right. Yeah. Florida State voted no. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, they want out. They want out. They, they, you know, and you heard Jameis Winston's comments in the post game after the game uh, against Houston, mm-hmm. talking about LSU and Florida State and how, you know, hopefully they can get in the SEC. I mean, that's 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 where. They're pushing all their cards in on the table. Well, I think it's pretty yeah. clear. Yeah, they want to. They want to get in the Southeastern Conference. They and Clemson are, are clearly yeah. positioning themselves, and then there's Miami. So we'll see what transpires uh, there. So does the SEC go to 18 teams? I think you. Well, if you go two, yes. If you go three, that's odd. I don't think that'll happen. I think ultimately, teams? I think ultimately, you could think 20, but right. 18, yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. But why would Miami want to stay in the American Athletic? I mean, the American. American, the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference. I'm getting too late, brain right. freeze here. Right. Why would they want to stay there? I would think they'd want to jump too if Florida State does. But would they be attractive enough and would the SEC consider further expansion? I think 20 would be the optimum number in terms of the high point, but 18 makes sense. Right. No, I agree. I, I, I agree. Uh, you know, SMU, that's kind of curious. Yes, it is. But they're not taking any money for nine years. Is that right? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, because they, they, got, they, got, uh, they got big money to bankroll. There, there you go. But you know what? Look, um, I think the ACC would have been a, a, a ACC or Big Twelve would have been a, a great spot for Tulane University. But you know, the bottom line is is that they, over the course of the last ten years, they have not done enough to position themselves to have an opportunity to make a move like that. And now they do have a chance. Now they now do have their a opportunity, chance, but they've got to keep winning without a doubt. And you know, look, and I and and the, what happened over the last ten or fifteen years, I, I think uh, can be attributed to to the the leadership in the in the president's office. That's Good obvious. We've talked about that forever. Yeah. All right, we owe you a break. Final word when we return in a moment here on the Three Tailgaters Show on Nash Icon One Hundred Six One FM. Labor Day is right around the corner. It's tailgating season and, of course, Labor Day cookouts. With lots more grilling left this season, the experts at Omaha Steaks help you celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during their Labor Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter Garden in the search bar to shop exclusive Labor Day packages like the Griller's Labor Day Feast, the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable, the butcher's cut filet mignons, chicken breasts, and pork chops. Plus, type Garden in the search bar for eight free mouth-watering burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with your order. 
but hurry, this exclusive offer expires soon. Celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks Labor Day Sale. It's only at omahasteaks.com. Enter Garden in the search bar for eight Omaha Steaks burgers and eight gourmet jumbo franks free with select packages, including the Griller's Labor Day Feast. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. omahasteaks.com, keyword garden in the search bar. See site for details. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. We know life can hit us with the unexpected when losing a loved one. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. You're never alone. Simple, direct cremation for only $1,195. That's right, only $1,195 with no hidden charges or fees. Please give us a call at 504-218-5554 or visit our website at NewOrleansCremationService.com. Great service with an exceptional price guarantee. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, celebrating life. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need, not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. Back to school means back to early bedtimes. But I'm not tired. Fortunately, there's Pure Z's Kids, mindfully formulated to help your child fall asleep naturally when needed. Pure Z's Kids products are non-habit-forming, drug-free, and available in liquid, chewable tablets and gummies. Give them the rest to be their best. Bye, Mom! Pure Z's Kids, for ages four and up. Explore all Pure Z's Kids products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Diamonds Direct, nobody tells our story better than our own associates. I hear from customers that come in how shocked they are. They're able to, only with Diamonds Direct, afford a diamond that they never in their wildest dreams thought they'd be able to get. People are just thrilled with what we offer. I have exponentially more to choose from. The resources that we have, all the way from our wholesale roots, really untouchable. When you come here to Diamonds Direct, you know it's something special. You know it's something that is one of a kind, and you got that at such a phenomenal value. To be a jeweler and have this kind of firepower, we have all these mountings, all this selection, all these diamonds, and incredible prices. is just unmatched. And I think our customers appreciate that we are so open and honest about every part of this process. What they're surprised by is the extent that we go to to provide an unparalleled, luxurious shopping experience. This company has a 60-year heritage in diamond cutting, diamond mining, diamond wholesaling. So there's no possible way to get any closer to the source than with Diamonds Direct. We won't be undersold. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. We're winding down on the Three Tailgaters Show at 504-260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. As you heard, we'll be doing our live show from Signet Landing Restaurant in West Wego beginning this coming Wednesday from 6 to 7. Tyrone Hughes will be our special guest live. You can come out and get some great food, meet Tyrone, get some prizes, everything else. That's Wednesday, 6 p.m. at Signet Landing on Laracini Street right off the West Bank Expressway in West Wego. 
All right, Edward, it's been a pleasure and appreciate you and look forward to next week and look forward to another week of Friday Night Football and everything else we're doing. Okay, buddy. Talk to you soon. You got it. All right. Our thanks to Rudy Dixon for producing. I'm back at you Monday with All Access Sports Talk at 6 p.m. Until then, Ken Trey 